what you believe is what you got. Like it or not, come on, let's give it a shot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's Nitrack Mind. This is Nitrack Mind with Kent Matthew and Awful Kenzie coming to you with the best, the latest, the most controversial and ostentatious topics in the world. Welcome back, guys. This week, we're going to be talking about abusive relationships and if people are ready to enter relationships based on love, based on lust, and why people should stick through relationships, whether they're healthy, unhealthy, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, so, I mean, fair trigger warning, I guess. We don't know you know, how in depth this conversation might get in terms of like abusive relationships. So just, you know, you're sensitive to that topic or topics like that, then maybe listen with caution or just avoid this episode. So we're going to start this off by saying we literally moments ago just came up with this, not shitting you. Like this whole season, we've been coming up with topics and making outlines for this. And we're literally just going to bullshit our way through this and we don't care so uh we were just talking about Saweetie and Quavo so last week I saw a tweet about their like they had just split right and uh and then I see a a tweet from Quavo saying that you're not the person I think you are because you know they broke up or whatever it is And then I see all of this stuff, like it goes viral and I'm like, oh my God, what the heck happened? So Weedie was like, oh my, like you, you weren't treating me right or whatever. And, and Quavo was like, oh, I was treating you right the whole time. It's like, oh, I don't even, you know, know who you are anymore. And it just blew up into this whole thing. And I'm just like, we don't even know what to believe because it's like two celebrities that are hot headed coming for each other. So it's like, do we believe Quavo who's like a, a a big time rap artist or do we believe Saweetie who is also, you know, pretty much arguably equally as big as Quavo is. And it's like, but she's a woman. So who do we believe in this situation? I mean, has, has, have either of them really spoken on the, on on any of it aside from the in- interaction that they had together i don't really follow celebrities that closely so like i just heard about it because of the whole video that w- that went viral yeah and that was just today that was so, extremely traumatizing to see so yeah it's just, and it's I don't like think- it, it brought me back to the whole like jay-z and solange incident it's like okay if you're gonna have a physical altercation you need to make sure that it's in private instead of like in front of the whole world because the whole world is a judgment system right if somebody Mm -hmm. sees something it's going to get passed on and if it's like interesting or big enough it's going to get passed on to millions of eyes and this is one of those situations so now we have the whole world judging these two people not knowing a damn thing about the relationship yeah i think that's the most frustrating part is that whenever like I don't like celebrities, but like I can still acknowledge the fact that these are still real situations that people are going through and they're real situations that a lot of people go through. Right. So the idea that just because these people are celebrities that somebody would like take that tape and sell it to some type of like publisher 
it goes back to like the that ancient... kind of context without like taking into consideration like who might see it or the parties involved is just it's just like, about it's how much stuff. money I, how much money can i make yeah yeah and like i mean we don't even know who is the true victim in this situation you know we as a society could believe that you know Saweetie is the is the victim just because she's a woman but we don't know that it could be Quavo because maybe she's done something to him that, you know, could be detrimental to whatever he's going through. But the media just wants to portray it. So Weedy is the victim because she's a woman. So we don't really know what's going on there. We just know that it's, a you know, becoming this big, like, Hollywood relationship that's gone awry. So it's like we're forced to be believe the woman, but we don't actually know what's going on in the relationship. And I think that that's harmful to actual women that are in abusive relationships because of that one fact that we don't know actually what's going on. We're just forcing to believe Saweetie because she's the woman. Yeah, I mean the shitty part is I don't, I don't really think that anybody feels forced to believe her. She hasn't really, first of all, she hasn't really said anything. So we don't even really know that she, if she's made any accusations aside from, I think she said she might've like hinted at the fact that he cheated or said that he cheated or something like that. Outside of that, I don't think she's really spoken on anything else. There was just the video, right? Or right. am I missing something? I mean, it's just it, a huge It was case. just the video and everybody started jumping to conclusions. Yeah, exactly. So, it's a huge so case of he said, she said. To me, that's the thing that's the most frustrating as somebody who, you know, used to identify as a woman, like has, ex- but has most definitely experienced what it's like to grow up with like a feminine body. Right. Um, the most alarming part is that she never claimed that this was an abusive situation. Yeah, this was all people new to a, this week. People saw a, a video and they started making assumptions that she was like looking for pity or that she was, you know, that, oh, everybody's got to believe Saweetie. Saweetie hasn't said anything. So immediately what you guys are doing is dogpiling somebody who may or may not be a victim. We don't know. It's their, it's their thing to say. It's their life to determine. They may or may not be a victim, and you guys are already taking the opportunity to, like, jump on her and say, oh, great, yeah, here we go, you know, make it seem like he's the abuser. And it's like, all we have is a video where both parties, for in my opinion, both parties look like they did in, engage but it was a clip of a video. We have no idea how the interaction started. We have no idea like what was being said during the altercation. We don't fucking know. So it's wild to me that tweets. without a statement. Both of them tweeted something and it's like it's it's literally equal ground because he tweeted something, she tweeted something, and it just keeps going on because they keep going back and forth and we just don't know the whole story. So it's like, yeah, but neither mer- of them are tweeting about this. That's the wild part is that a video goes viral of a man flinging a woman into an elevator, whether she threw a punch at him or not, which I did. Obviously I see a lot of people claiming she was swinging at him before they got in the elevator and then he whipped her back into there. And that's the reality is, Sorry, he's. This, we still watched it happen. <laughs> this is something that irks me a little bit. It's like when women try to. I'm not 
dogging all women here. I'm just saying that <laughs> in this like type of situation, women like to take advantage of it because uh they know that people will hate on men, but at the same time they could be equal as equally as in, as violent, you know? No, I mean I, that's what I'm saying is like I think that it's fair to look at the video for exactly what it is, which is you absolutely do see her Either whether she's trying to like get him away by like swinging the bag at him, I can't you I can't really fucking tell. I'm gonna be perfectly honest, I, and I'm not an investigative journalist, so I, I you know, am like, I. I'm not a professional at this. So like, I'm just giving my two my shitty two cents here, but you you can't really hardly see what's happening outside the elevator, and that. But what you can see is him, him very obviously like swing her into the wall. I mean. Yes, both of them engaged. That was that's the inherent issue there. We don't know how it started. We don't at all. But the thing like, is, is like <laughs> so both- it's just wild to jump to any kind of conclusion. Like I'm not nobody's over here. There are people yeah. online and both that are you know are jumping to the conclusion I- that Quavo's an abuser or that Saweetie started the entire interaction. People are absolutely picking their sides. And but then, like, like, cancel culture. They're trying to cancel, like, Quavo and stuff like that. It's like, cancel both of them because they're both, like, feeding into this. It's like, can you guys keep your private life private? Like, first of all, don't nobody care what's going on with you guys. If there was a real situation, then it should involve, like, the the cops and, like, you know, all of that. But it's just, like, if something was really going on, you would want to handle it privately. You wouldn't want it portrayed like all over the, you wouldn't want the whole world to be in your fucking business like that you'd want it kept as private as possible so a lot of me <laughs> believes that this is a publicity stunt, and it definitely hurts people who are actually in abusive relationships because i've heard stories and i've seen things and i've seen actual people be in really you know abusive relationships and it's like they have their own hardships with that and it stays with them for the rest of their lives or a good part of their lives and it's like how can they get up the courage to get out of their current situation when they see this in retrospect you know well that's i mean like who would stage something like that though but the like thing which is, party who's whose team is staging something like this? That's such a wild stage. Care. I mean, that would be like saying that would be like saying that the Solange Jay Z situation was staged. It absolutely was not. I think no. multiple parties have attested to the fact that it was absolutely not staged. That was a very real altercation that took place. But they just said, won't talk about what happened. I think that's a completely different situation, though. You got to think about it like this. Quavo well, I think that's, has, that's, that's an assumption that you're making, though. You're no, making no, an it assumption is, that people staged con- this when we watched a violent altercation take place. Definitely. It, definitely. <laughs> but I'm also going to bring into the light that Quavo... It's been a minute since the Migos have done anything. It's been a couple of years, right? So maybe mm-hmm. they're making an album, trying to make a comeback. So maybe, you know... They're trying to do like this big thing. And so Weedy, she's just coming up. So it's like her career needs to, it hasn't quite taken off where it needs to go yet. So it's like they're trying to meet each other in the middle. So we just don't know like if their teams are trying to corroborate something to make this big thing what it is. So that the next Migo albums that hit is going to go number one. And, and, and her first album is just going to go 
skyrocket, you know, you just don't know. And yes, to your point, you know, the video itself is, is very uh, raw and real. And it's like, how could you misinterpret it? But at the same time, the average person, you and I are not the average person, but we don't even know. Like, so how could the average person know, you know? No, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like, I mean, I I certainly wouldn't jump to the assumption that it's staged just because I know how often abuse does happen, regardless of who the wh- who what party started it. Again, I'm not here to make assumptions about who started the altercation. All I know is that I saw an altercation take place. It did not seem staged in any way, especially considering like these were just two people. They weren't doing, it didn't like happen at some like event or something. This was like in North Hollywood or some shit like that. Like oh in some God. random elevator, I think. In North Hollywood. <laughs> it, I mean, re- really though, like it was not like wh- who, who was, and then no, I don't think anybody's team leaked this. I think that the, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Usually there's a way to there's a way to like follow back a staging where you can be like, oh, your PR team sent this to so and so. Right. There's none of that happening here. It seems very much it gives me very much the same energy as the Solange Jay-Z altercation where it it's the there's just a certain energy about it that it's kind of hard to dispute that this was a sincere altercation that happened, not right. something that was just transcribed, you know? Because I think the same thing could have been said. Beyonce and Jay-Z are fairly well known, but like, you know, Beyonce's more well known than Solange. Like, if mm-hmm. you wanted to be a complete asshole, you could probably say that she was doing it because she was trying to get notoriety. Yeah. If you sounds but it sounds fucked up to say that, you know? So it it's does. like it, it <laughs> But it's also like Hollywood, it's, so you gotta assume that, the worst. That's that's the other thing. I mean, it is also Hollywood, but like Hollywood is also the type of people who would protect people who are abusers. Exactly. So if Sweetie was the abuser exactly. or Quiva was the abuser, Hollywood's the type of place I don't think they're the type of place that would stage something like this necessarily. They might make movies about it and dramatize it, but I don't know if they would go so far as to stage it because that literally is the type of shit that people would be like, I'm not fucking with you anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like if they fa- if it came out that, that Saweetie and Quavo staged this for whatever reason, I don't think people would be like, hell yeah, I definitely want to support you now. I think they would just be like thrown off and confused, disgusted maybe. Like, Mm -hmm. why would you do that? Why would you play on trauma? That's weird. Right. So it's just, I think there's a lot more cons to somebody staging something like this. I think the bigger issue is people having a discussion and like people picking sides and blaming the other party when Mm -hmm. we don't know. Like you and I have already said, we don't fucking know. So let's kind of like sway away from like the Hollywood aspect of it. And let's talk about like the raw, real, like abusive relationships that do happen like in the true heart of the world. Now, kind of branching off of like what we've been talking about, do you think about like what's going on like in the Cueva Saweetie type situation has any effect on like the average type of abusive relationship? Do you think that it gives power to like the abuser or do you think that 
maybe it like kind of sways away from it? Do you think that it gives the victim more power? So, no, I think it, it very much, very often. I think that the abuser ends up walking away. Um, I'm going to say scotch free, but just because they they are walking away from a situation, mostly with like a, maybe a weird badge now, you know, like some people look at them sideways and think of them that way, or they have like a stain on their, you know, record or something like that with mm-hmm. society. But for the most part, Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, for oh. example, like yeah. this man, it, regardless of what happened, like what she said to him or whatever, like this man shot her. Yeah, yeah. And people, and and what did he do? People who never supported Tory Lanez's music, literally nobody gave a fuck about this person. And then all of a sudden, now he's like got fans again. Right. Yeah. No, Since I never liked him. Talking about him, and now all of a sudden he's got fans, and it's just like, yeah, no, I do think abusers tend to benefit from the situation. Right. Megan Thee Stallion is still very successful, but she has to watch people constantly oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. support the person who shot her. She always you has know? to keep one eye out just to, just to make sure like she's got people in her corner that actually care about her. I mean, Joe Biden's a fucking president. Yeah. I think abusers tend to be the ones that actually get out like from this situation totally okay and i think That's it's because okay. we usually jump to conclusions we we absolutely usually jump to conclusions and in jumping we should to the just like listen to everybody's story though because like it's it's like we hear one side of the story and it's like we could we hear one side of the story that sounds great and we want to believe it but if we hear the other side of the story and we don't really like it we just choose to believe whatever side of the story we like best and that's just yeah, not but that's okay what I'm saying. It's like society. The Megan Thee Stallion situation and the Quavo Saweetie situation are both playing out the same in which people have seen a short clip or a picture mm-hmm. or a snippet of something and they are jumping to, oh, Megan must have done something. Nobody just shoots somebody like that. She probably shot herself. There was so, what, the same thing that's happening to Saweetie and Quavo right now where people were automatically going, Quavo definitely shot her. Or she definitely started it to get him aggravated enough to shoot her or something like as if that's justifiable. But you know what I'm saying? Like people immediately picked sides. What happens though is when whomever the abuser ends up being, they already have arguments against their victim that are just being piled on prior to any actual information ever coming out. So they get to start spinning the narrative. You know what's funny? As the abuser. So the victim then is constantly trying to play catch up. Like what the fuck is going on? Because they're traumatized. And I feel like people pick sides based on what's going on in their life or what has gone on in their life. And I feel like they just like pick sides based on that solely. It's like, okay, if I grew up in like, you know, uh, a Quavo or Toy Lanes like type situation, I, you know, I don't know what went on in their relationship or their friendship or whatever the fuck it was. But, you know, if I was, you know, a person who could justify shooting somebody just because, you know, they didn't go my way or whatever, it's like somebody else who was in that situation could just jump to 
believing him or siding with him based on that or a similar experience, I feel like that sways towards that. So it's not really, you know, a valid choice or a valid situation because some, you know, people could just be choosing based on what's, you know, falsified in their own life. And it's like not really being weighed out properly or how it should be based on the relationship. It's just how one person can connect to another. I totally agree. I think I totally agree. And I think that that's why I think we're seeing so many people picking a side, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to say from what I saw, um, again, I didn't, I've not followed it very closely. I just saw what I saw on like fucking Twitter. But from what I saw, it seemed as though people were, you know, like uh, there was a, a majority of like the women were kind of taking Saweetie's side, side and the there men. was, a, there was mostly men taking Quavo's side. But when you, the more I read like what was happening, like why these people were taking these sides, like their pers- like ha- they had very different views of how that video played out. So it seemed like the women, you know, were looking at it like, you know, having been having been in an abusive relationship, like looking at the situation that happened outside the elevator, very much why I said it was a traumatizing video is it very much reminded me of like moments where you feel like you need to defend yourself because this person has hurt you before. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if they're going, if they are or are not willing to hurt you in public. You know what I mean? Like right. you really don't know because you're just so used to them freaking out at any given moment. Yeah, and, and so trust then for men, that. they saw what happened to Quavo being swung on, and men who have been abused are like, "No, this shit happens. It's real. Nobody talks about it. I can completely under what he did was self defense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's just so many I can different, see the sides two different of perspectives playing out. It's just like impossible to read because everybody has their own story. Yeah. So it's that's like, what I'm like. That's what I'm saying is like. There's there's people who have been there's absolutely men and women who have been abused by women, and there's men and women who have been abused by men. I mean, that's very very true. I think the biggest thing though here is like the very obvious like power dynamic difference that was happening between Guevo and Sweetie. Like she swung at him and very obviously missed. This man whipped her ass around and threw her into a wall. It was wild to see like that that reaction that reaction i've i've had people like where um who like bear hug people when they're Mm -hmm. freaking out like is it it, trying to hurt him or just walk away from the situation everybody was trying to make the excuse that he she had his call of duty case (laughs) like that case that she had or was trying to take or something was like a call of duty case and i was like even if it was though, like, That's is your Call of Duty case worth it? No. Like, is you can afford a new one? You're Quavo. Exactly. You can afford a new fucking Call of Duty console. You know. That's just like another here? thing that like sways away from like the obvious narrative is like it's always assumed that the man is the bad guy in the relationship. It's never assumed that the woman is. So like, whenever the woman is, it's like oh. 
we didn't know that or we're so sorry like it just it's it's never right to assume in these types of situations that the man is the abuser because women can be abusers too and it's like when you're in a relationship and you're being abused i get the like being scared like concept it's like you you know you don't know what to do you're trapped you know you know you don't know the next steps to go or whatever but it's like you got to ask yourself this if you're in an abusive relationship if somebody's hitting you or even in an, in, in a emotional abusive relationship you got to ask yourself number 1 are you happy number 2 is it worth it number 3 do i want to you know go through this th- for the rest of my life if you can't answer those questions with a straight answer then it's not worth it and if you have to think about it it's not worth it so if you're in a re- abusive relationship then it's your responsibility to get out and it you know i get being scared but you can't let fear determine your life and i've said this before many times and i'll continue to say it you know as long as many times as it takes you got to take care of yourself and you got to make sure that you're doing okay and if you're if you find yourself in a in an abusive relationship, then you need to call for help. You know, call somebody you know, call someone you love. Somebody in your life should be able to help you. And if you can't, then try to find some stranger who will help you. Somebody will help you. There are people that are good in this world and they will help you. So if you are in that situation, if you're in a situation where you know that you can't get out of and call somebody. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Call somebody. I think though, one thing um, that I, I wish somebody would have told me um, growing up or something to like prep me for the fact that this shit was real mm-hmm. um, is that you, it is very difficult when you're in an abusive relationship to recognize that right. you're in an abusive relationship. There's mutual levels of toxicity that usually happen. Um, there's usually a lot of gaslighting that takes place by the on the abuser's part to make the the uh, victim feel as though they're uh, exaggerating what's transpiring, um, questioning their sanity on what's what's going on and what's taking place. And is this really love? You're just upset today. Okay, true. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, like it gets very confusing. And so in that, like in those moments when you're in kind of the throes of it, it it's very difficult to, um, just remove yourself, go, this is abusive. I'm mm-hmm. going to leave. Like that's really difficult to do, you know, yeah. um, we've, we, with friends, like bad friends, it's really hard sometimes when you're in the middle of the friendship to look at it and go, this is a bad friendship. You're treating me poorly, you know? But when you leave it, sometimes you look back on it and you're like, you got to evaluate. You really have to take the time. Yeah. In those moments, I think it's really difficult. And that's why it's like, I don't, I, I can't say much about leaving. I mean, I got, I got punched in the collarbone and I did not leave. Oof. I was just me. I was like, no, 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 it's cool. He told me not to touch his computer screen. And so I touched it anyways. And he punched me in the collarbone. And I thought that that was normal. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that that was, it was not until I was an adult. This happened in high school. It was not until I was an adult that I realized, 
that shit's not normal. If any of you feel that you're in an abusive relationship or you know somebody that is in an abusive relationship, it's not a bad thing to get help. You should get help. It's normal to get help and it's a great thing to get help. If you need resources at all, then you should call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. If you guys have any questions for us, we'll be happy to answer them for you. Or if you have any suggestions for us, you can email us at 9trackmindshow at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Instagram at 9trackmindshow and on Twitter at ntmshow. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Have a great one. It's Nine Track Mind.